So one, you always want to build a list. You always want to collect their data. And two, that's going to allow you to increase the lifetime value of each user that you get. And that's another thing that you will see with consistency is that some people don't factor in the LTV to their acquisition cost. Meaning if it costs you $10 to acquire a lead or a customer and you get back $8 immediately, you know, you think to yourself, okay, well, that means I'm losing 20%. But in reality, if you put them on your list and you send them a few offers over the next week and they turn into $15, you're actually making 50%. It just took you a week to do it. You're listening to The Growth Booth, the show focused on achieving lifestyle freedom through online businesses. Whether you're looking for step-by-step strategies to start building an online business, simple game plans to grow your business, or proven lifestyle freedom frameworks, you are in the right place. Stay tuned and be sure to join the thousands of listeners already in growth mode. Hey everyone, Aiden Booth here. Welcome to episode number 51 of The Growth Booth, which is the final episode of 2022. Now, I know that this is a busy time of year. We're going to try to keep this episode a little bit shorter than normal. And I don't know about you, but I've firmly got both eyes now fixed on 2023. And I want to talk about what I think will be one of the biggest opportunities of 2023, and that is affiliate marketing, but more specifically a subset of that. It's something we call CPA marketing. And our guest on the call today has a huge amount of experience in this. So uh, Josh Jacobs, welcome to the call. Thank you, Aiden. Very glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, before we dive in, and uh, what, I, what I want to talk about really today are some of the pitfalls and mistakes that people make, because I feel like a lot of people's success doesn't necessarily come down to, you know, finding that the right magic bullet or finding the right uh, offer to promote, but rather avoiding tripping up in a minefield uh, that exists with with online business. But before we get to that, really keen to hear a little bit about your background and how you ended up ended up building a mega successful um, affiliate marketing company that does millions per year in sales. So, how did you fall into this? Yeah, so I got started with affiliate marketing actually when I started college. Um, I grew up knowing that I wanted to be an entrepreneur and knowing that I didn't want to get a regular job and, you know, answer to a boss in a nine to five setting. Nothing wrong with that. I just, my whole life, I just knew it wasn't for me. And when I started college, I, you know, I wasn't like a regular college student going and partying or anything like that. I spent all my free time learning how to build a business. And after doing a lot of research, I realized that affiliate marketing was the most ideal business for me to start at, you know, a young age, because number one, there's very few barriers to entry. You don't need a huge budget. You don't need to, you know, stack products or wholesale or buy any physical inventory. Uh, there's a lot of advantages to affiliate marketing that makes it easy for the everyday person to get involved. And as an 18-year-old college student with no money, uh, that is exactly what I needed. Uh, so I started. Doing it sounds a bunch like of it research. sounds like you're telling. It kind of sounds like you're telling my life story somehow. Like listening to this, I'm like, is he is he talking about <laughs> me or is he talking about him? Because I was kind of similar in that uh, in college. Uh, I was probably more like 20 years old at the time, but um, it was sort of like diving down this rabbit hole of, oh, wow, there's this other way that 
that, that that I could make money, and I felt I also fell into affiliate marketing. So anyway, sorry sorry to cut you off there. I just wanted to to share that. No, I love that. I love that. I it's it's interesting. You know, you meet people who uh, start businesses at a young age, and it turns out that they you know they carry it on for decades, and that's kind of what happened here. Is I was in school, I learned the business, I made a lot of mistakes, and it took me. You know, a couple. There also wasn't as much training back then as there is today, and um, you know, I made a lot of mistakes. And within a couple of years, I, I kind of figured out how to grow the business, and I didn't give up. Um, and basically, by the time I was twenty-one, I had a you know multiple six-figure-a-year affiliate marketing business, and really just you know thought that I. I thought basically that I was the king of the world. You know, I was 21, I was in school and making all this money, you know, with all my friends who were working minimum wage jobs. And uh, it was amazing. I thought I was, you know, literally, I thought I was the king. I thought I knew everything. And that is when uh, everything basically took a turn for me. And the main products that I were promoting totally shut down their business. And all of a sudden, I had to figure out what to do because I didn't have a product to promote anymore. The thing that I'd spent two years building all of my traffic for, a huge audience for, um, went away. And I had to figure out how to restart and essentially build from zero. And that is when I decided that I needed a strategy that's going to work for the long term, that I'm not relying on any third party company that if that company stops selling this product or doesn't want this offer anymore, my strategy will allow me to continue operating and making money no matter what. And that, that catastrophic moment in my career of, you know, basically having everything go to zero was super necessary for me to re uh, strategize and figure out what's going to give me longevity in this business. And uh, long story short, I figured out CPA marketing and lead generation and the fact that I could get paid an affiliate commission for generating a lead in addition to generating a sale. And basically, that was the point in my career where everything changed. Uh, business grew a lot. I learned that I would have longevity no matter what, because regardless of who the company is that's buying the lead or buying whatever product, my, my traffic strategy, the way that I was getting customers will stay the same no matter what. And that has turned into the business that we have today, which, like you said, is a multi-million dollar per year operation. And um, it provides all the freedom of affiliate marketing that I dreamed of when I was that 18-year-old kid, you know, learning how to start. And uh, We're going to be talking a lot, lot more about this. Um, but, you know, when we're talking about CPA marketing, it is an interesting subset technically of, of affiliate marketing. You are earning commissions, but it's done in a very different way. I think at least the way that we do it, it's done in a very different way to how most people do uh, affiliate marketing. So for instance, uh, we don't have to sell a product in order to, to actually generate a commission. We can um, make money uh, just by capturing information about someone. And that's something that is, I think, quite refreshing. Uh, but then also, uh, we can really double down on a niche if we want to and provide a lot of value uh, as well. So when we say CPA marketing, we're talking about um, getting paid for action, cost per action. We're getting paid per 
uh, action that someone takes, which in our case, the way that we do the model and the way that Josh does the model is capturing an email address or capturing a zip code or, or something uh, like this. Now, um, obviously, in all the years that you've been doing this, you would have made dozens of your mistakes yourself, uh, but um, you would or, or also would have seen a lot of the pitfalls that newbies starting out tend to make. So I thought what we could do in the time that we've got here today is just maybe hit home on five of the biggest mistakes that people should try to avoid uh, in 2023 if they're diving into any kind of affiliate marketing, but in particular the kind that we're doing here. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, you know, I'll start off with what we were just talking about, uh, which is CPA marketing versus regular affiliate marketing as somebody would think of it. Um, you know, a big problem with people getting into affiliate marketing is they choose products that have low commissions. Uh, that could be a physical product that only pays out a five or 10% commission, or it could be a digital product that, uh, you know, pays a small commission. But, what I realized early in my career is that there are products that you can earn a 50% commission or a 70% commission, or in CPA marketing, you can earn $30 just for having somebody submit a lead form or in CPA marketing, an action could also be constituted as a sale and the commission could be 200% instead of it, it could actually be, it could actually kind of be infinity percent because sometimes you get paid money for no money at all being generated. You just get someone yeah. puts in an email and you get 30 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it might be. And it's like, that's not even a percentage of a commission at that point. That's just like an, an infinite almost return on, on, uh, on the transaction because the transaction was zero. So <laughs> it's quite, quite unique much- in that regard. And that's pretty much what 100% of our traffic is today for that exact reason, because I've found over time that while we definitely do, we, we can, you know, create sales and it's also easy to generate sales once you figure out the traffic strategies. But in my opinion, there's nothing, it's a lot easier to generate a lead than a sale. Um, and that's kind of the model that we've ran with and it's worked out incredibly well. So I would say, that one, just selling low commission products when you have the opportunity to sell uh, leads that you know don't pay any money and can make you a bigger commission than selling a $100 product at a 20% commission would. Um, that's one thing. I would say, you know, this is super basic, but I just want to hit on it because I think it's probably what stops almost everybody, which is just lack of consistency. And that's in anything you do. Obviously, that's in, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, you have to be consistent. If you're trying to uh, graduate with a degree, you have to be consistent going to school. Same thing with your business. You can, there's so many people that enter this business space and think that they're going to get rich in, you know, two weeks, when in reality, you know, it's a business and you can reap massive, massive rewards if you are consistent. Um, just don't give up after two weeks. That's a huge thing, I think. I think um, um, just uh, b- building on that one as well, you know, the people that do come into trying to start a business and see these magical returns in a couple of weeks, they really are shooting themselves in the foot because if you do give yourself a longer runway, which is something I keep coming back to, and think about 
building a new business in 2023 and saying, hey, you know, I'm going to give myself six months or even just three months to give this a really good go, then you put yourself in a position to win because then you've got a bit of time to build a foundation and do something and you don't need a miracle. You don't need that that one in 100, uh, you know, lucky shot kind of a thing. You can just play the percentages, uh, do the basics, be consistent for, you know, not all that long, but, you know, a few months. And I think the, the odds of succeeding are, are huge when, when you do that with, with the right model. So totally agree with you there. Absolutely. And, and to build off of that too, you know, with consistency comes momentum. And what you learn by being consistent and going over time is a couple things. Um, another, I mean, this is related to a couple more mistakes that people make. One, some people, when they get into affiliate marketing, do not build a list. They generate traffic and send it directly to the offer without ever capturing an email address or a phone number or a pixel or anything to allow them to follow up with that user again. What that means is if that person doesn't buy or become a lead on the first visit, then you have no opportunity to follow up with them if you haven't collected their information anywhere. Um, so one, you always want to build a list. You always want to collect their data. And two, that's going to allow you to increase the lifetime value of each user that you get. And that's another thing that you will see with consistency is that some people don't factor in the LTV to their acquisition cost. Meaning if it costs you $10 to acquire a lead or a customer and you get back $8 immediately, you know, you think to yourself, okay, well, that means I'm losing 20%. But in reality, if you put them on your list and you send them a few offers over the next week and they turn into $15, you're actually making 50%. It just took you a week to do it. And I think that's a big mistake that people make is not building that list and not factoring the LTV into their acquisition cost. And again, consistency is what's going to help you figure out those numbers and grow your list and you know bring those margins that you're making off of people up to a, a high number where you're you know profiting a lot of money off of every single lead that you bring in so yeah, that, i think that, that's, that's a super that's, thing, important thing to point out yeah yeah that, that's awesome i think uh, we've already hit some uh, pretty good uh, big mistakes that people make just to recap on some of them so poor choice of offers specifically regarding the payouts, not having that consistency and sticking with something, really shooting for an overnight success when if you took things a little bit more systematically, looked at it like a business, you would uh, skyrocket your chances of success. Not building a list, big one. This is one of the biggest mistakes that I ever made. It took me about two years before uh, I realized I was making this mistake and started building a list. That was a, a long time ago, thankfully. Uh, and not factoring lifetime value into uh, acquisition cost of a lead. Uh, before we go any further, can you just uh, explain what you mean by acquisition cost and then we can take the, the next mistake that you've got there? Absolutely. So acquisition cost just means the amount that it costs you to acquire a lead or a sale or a customer. In our case, since we're talking about lead generation, it's how much it costs us to acquire a lead. If we were trying to sell a product, it would be how much it costs us to acquire the customer that buys the product. So Perfect. if we, yeah, so if we acquire that customer for $10 and over the next 30 days, we can make $20 off of that customer, even if we lost money the first day we acquired them, long-term, they are a very, very profitable user to have or lead to have. Um, so that's, 
Yeah, Fantastic. That, that, that clears that up. I'm sure some people would have been wondering. So uh, what else have we got there? Anything else that comes to mind, mistakes you've seen other people make or that you've made yourself that people should really be aware of in 2023? Yeah, there's, there's obviously a, a handful, but I think the last one that I'll focus on is uh, tracking because everything that we just discussed in the last few minutes has to it can only be figured out through tracking and that was another thing like you said it took you a couple years to figure out list building it took me a couple years to figure out list building and it took me another couple years after that to figure out tracking and i think tracking is the most important thing you can do because in all of your advertising campaigns with all of your leads if you are not tracking and you don't know your numbers you're shooting in the dark you have you you won't be able to figure out what you need to do to scale or to become profitable and to make this successful. So it's super important to track and there's so many platforms out there that make it incredibly easy to do this. And basically what this tracking will tell you is for how much you spend on your customer acquisition costs and how much you make from each of those campaigns. And what that will allow you to do is see this campaign is profitable. This campaign is not profitable, so I'm going to kill this campaign and I'm going to scale this campaign. And if you didn't track, how would you know which of those campaigns were profitable and which weren't? So that is super important. Always track everything that you do. I think if you're not tracking, it's kind of like you got a blindfold on. You're trying to drive a car with a blindfold on and you don't really know which way to go and you're sort of, you're sort of guessing. You don't have any feedback mechanism. And I think... If you're sitting there thinking, oh, well, you know, tracking, I've tried that in the past, that was difficult, you can always have someone else set the tracking up for you. I mean, you can go to Upwork, you know, Fiverr, pay someone 50 bucks, not probably not even that, I mean, probably 20, 15 bucks. It's, it's pretty simple. It's just the case of putting a special piece of code on certain web pages, which any programmer can do for you, and it'll probably cost you 10, 20, maybe 30 bucks to be able to do that, and then you'll be able to get the, the most amazing insights into the traffic that you've got. You'll be able to see exactly which uh, segments of the traffic are uh, converting like gangbusters and making you a lot of money, which uh, areas of the traffic are not making you any money, and then what can you do? Well, you can just double down on the ones that are, are making you money. So I think that's a really good uh, point to, to sort of finish up here on because if you take nothing else away from this episode, I think um, tracking and just understanding how important it is. And I'll add here that it doesn't matter if you're running paid ads or if you're getting organic traffic, you should be tracking the performance of that traffic because that is just gold dust. It's, it's just intel that no one else can get, that only you can get, and it's, it's going to be 100% specific to whatever it is that you're doing. And by the way, it doesn't matter if you're doing e-commerce, it doesn't matter if you're doing affiliate marketing, it doesn't matter if you're selling info products, software, it doesn't matter. You need to be tracking uh, the performance and the metrics around your traffic. Otherwise, you've got this, you know, you've got this blindfold uh, over your over your eyes and you don't have any feedback mechanism to be able to make strategic decisions. So um, I think... Um, and, the te- and the technology yeah. has gotten so much better over the last decade. Like when we were starting out, it was a lot harder to track accurately. Now yeah. it's so easy to set up. It's so cheap. You got to take advantage of technology and being able to have a, you know, binocular vision on your campaign. So um, yeah. if you do that, you can... You know, I'll, I'll end with this. I'll just say that affiliate marketing has, I got into it because I wanted to live a, a freedom-based lifestyle where I didn't have to go to a nine to five. I could work from anywhere. I have an unlimited earning potential. 
And that's exactly what this industry does. So I just want to, you know, mention that for anybody who out there who is looking to start a business that provides them with freedom, that gives you an unlimited earning potential. Affiliate marketing is an amazing, amazing industry to get involved in. It gives you all of that. And all you got to do is have a little bit of determination and consistency and you know, you can make this business work. So I just wanted to add that in there for sure. Absolutely. I mean, it, when we talk about the holy grail uh, business model, it's pretty hard to to beat uh, not just affiliate marketing, but in particular, the type of affiliate marketing that we're doing. Right. And look, if you'd like to find out more about this right now, if you are listening to this around about the end of December, then we're running what we call our 12 day giveaway, which is uh, a pretty uh, fun and uh, entertaining 12 days where we give away $1,000 every single day, as well as some really good content. And in that, we talk, talk a lot about lifestyle freedom and you know achieving financial freedom, time freedom, and different things that you can do. And a lot of that ties in with what we're talking about uh, here on this episode of the Growth Boost. So, so you can head over to the Twelve Day Giveaway dot com to find out more and participate and potentially win some some cash here as well. So, um, Josh, thank you so much for for taking some time out of your day here to, to share a few tips. I mean, I think. Um, We've crammed a lot of value in here and I'm going to recap them real quick here for people. Don't make a poor choice of offers. Think carefully about the kind of payouts you're going to be able to get. Stay consistent with it. Don't think about uh, your online business in, you know, I've got to make money in seven days kind of a thing. Give yourself a little bit longer time frame. It doesn't have to be years, but give yourself a few months to, to get some runs on the board. Start building a list on day one. Don't fall into the trap that I fell into. Uh, think about increasing lifetime value. You don't just have to worry about uh, recovering your investment or making as much as you can on day one. Think about what other money that you can make from the customer and the audience that you are generating. And finally, uh, if you do nothing else, make sure you track because then at least you're going to have some metrics that you can fall back on and use to make smart decisions. Uh, Josh, thank you once again for being here, buddy. I I'm going to have to get you back because I know that um, we could speak for hours and hours about this thing. So I'm going to be hitting you up, asking you to come back. And in fact, let's um, let's make a deal. I'd love to be able to get you back here maybe in a few weeks time and talk about email marketing because I know you are an absolute email marketing machine and there's a lot that we could talk about there. So love to have you back, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks, Ed, and appreciate it. All right, guys, you know the drill. Head over to thegrowthbooth.com, navigate to episode number 51 to see a video of this, to be able to download a transcript, get all the links that we've been talking about and everything else. And I will see you in 2023 in the next episode of The Growth Booth. Thanks for listening.